Play us in, Jim. <laughs> that was beautiful, Jim. Oh, so great. <sighs> welcome. <laughs> and welcome to the After Improv Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Agusti. Here, as always, with the wizard, the warrior, and the maiden true, Jim Harper. Not handsome Jim Harper. Not handsome no, Jim Harper. Just Jim Harper. Uh, the warrior, John Yar, and the maiden true, Heather Anonymous. Sitting in with the band tonight, Jake Russell. Let's give it up. What's up, Jake? Oh, hey, Jake. What up, dog? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And our uh, it's we've had a week off. I was in Pittsburgh. The boss is here, though he might be in the other room or something. I heard you got very drunk. I did. I got very drunk, and I was uh, drunk texting. Yeah, I was drunk. Was like I drunk? Four fifty in the morning. Yeah. yeah. After we went to bed, drunk. I don't even remember so. that. Yeah, I was drunk tweeting too a little bit. So I apologize for that. But you know, never apologize. All right, I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. As the <laughs> hashtag goes, which I hate. I hate that hashtag. But anyway, yeah, it's been an eventful week yeah, for other people, not for us. I mean, any big news you guys have to share? I don't think so. <laughs> I saw a movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll talk about that later. Heather saw the movie. It was big news. And our guest saw that movie, which brings us to our guest. He is a star of the recently closed Monster Noises. He's the last member of the cast, actually, or, and the writing crew. Everybody else has been on the show except for him. What? Uh, just scheduling issues. That's Sorry. All. It's not an indication of preference. We just went on a run of other guests, you know, nothing personal. And I also know he also works from home, yeah. as I do, so he has a very flexible schedule. And we talked about this. I don't know oh, if you yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're looking at me like you're almost like aggrieved <laughs> no, no, a little no, bit. You're good. like, yeah. oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, yeah, just, you know, so you were kind of like our, our floater, so to speak. I don't mean that like in a terms of poop i mean that in terms no, I was of just, yeah. you know you, you, i was could go anytime that's right so, yeah just floating no, around the applicant pool for the podcast floaters are healthier than yeah he's a, that's what my doctor <laughs> yeah. told me exactly oh, yeah. well i think there's a counter logic to I'm that now too what? Did y'all say his name? Wow. No. no. I'm getting a nice poop, <laughs> poopy river intro here. Yes. Why you get me in there? I know. I think he'd appreciate it. But anyway, <laughs> he's been the star of probably a lot more shows than you realize, more than I realized, actually. Oh. He's been, uh, a couple of them are yeah. Monster Noises, Crazed and Amused. Was yeah. that it? Yeah. yeah. The Dogman Prophecies. Yeah. And he's an improviser of, of some note and uh, a friend to us all. Let's welcome Jason Patterson, everybody. Oh, thank you. Hey, Jason Patterson. Glad to be oh. here. So sexy. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Wow. Wow, wow, jeez. Wow, this might be the longest Woo. applause ever, seriously. Wow, yeah. it keeps going, too. Well, John is being, like, he's trolling, but Jim was sort of like, he was doing it, then he was just kind of bored and he kept doing it. And Jake, Jake, you gave genuine applause, so I appreciate that. Yeah, knee slapper. That's right. Oh, he was slapping okay. his knees. Nice. Slapping my knee. Yeah. So anyway, Jason, uh, how long have you been doing improv? As you take a sip of your PBR. <laughs> uh, I've been doing improv since uh, 2012, uh, September 2012. Oh, okay. So, so that's it's uh, been almost four years now. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So you waited until you were sure the world wasn't going to end in 2012, and then you signed up for classes. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, shit. Did you have any fears about that? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, any hopes? Yeah. <laughs> any hopes? Yeah. Uh, I'm a software engineer so i was just like work yeah. Oh, yeah i don't know people like y2k like i was hoping there'd be some 2012 oh like, bug you were hoping oh. for it. people are always like oh the computers are gonna take over the world 
So who knows? Yeah. But nothing ever happened. So you were disappointed in some sense. I was like, I can't milk this like Y2K. But what, Y2K, I was like in middle school, so I wasn't even really a programmer yet. But. Uh, I was going to say, wow, you're a computer programmer in uh, middle school. It's no, pretty no, amazing. No. But I would have taken extreme advantage of people's fears of computers. And so you went to uh, engineering school? or Where, uh, did I you, went to Michigan Tech. Yeah. Did you grow up in uh, this area? Uh, yeah, I was born and raised in Mass Heights. Madison Heights represent. Uh, Madison Heights represent. <laughs> uh, Winter Lampier. John also lives in Madison Heights. People aren't aware of that. Yes, yeah. But uh, so have you? Have you never lived anywhere but Madison Heights? Uh, no. Uh, for school, I moved away, uh, and right after school, I moved to Cincinnati. Oh. Uh, I've oh. lived in Mount Pleasant, and then mm. I moved back to Cincinnati, which Whoa. was a nightmare. Well, but, what, what what was in Cincinnati? Uh, I used to work for this place called uh, Tata Consultancy Services. Which like is, India Tata? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no yeah. shit. Uh, they sponsor the uh, New York Marathon. Wait, Tata? Oh, Tata? T-A-T-A? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they make the Nano and they own uh, Large Stake and Land War yeah. and Jaguar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. The Tata family. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a nightmare to work for them. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, it Do was tell. total... Uh, uh, just like... It was almost like we were there... Just for the tax incentive of the uh, Cincinnati office, mm-hmm. uh, and so they really just didn't know what to do with us. Did they uh, make you work with like your shirt off or something? And uh, no, but uh, <laughs> it's sexual harassment. Oh, totally. okay. I thought this was getting into some weird fantasy. <laughs> uh, they really just you know stretch you thin, and like uh, I didn't. I thought we were going to be working together as like uh, you know uh, people in the office. But what actually happened was it was more like it was one like person in America to every fifteen people in India. Yeah, uh, and like uh, I mean, uh, people outside of India, like when they first get hired in, they're totally not ready for the workplace. Like, uh, sorry, Tony. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but it, like, college is a little bit different than it is in America. Like. Uh, they, I like that you apologized to me. No, no, yeah. But anyway, it was hard working with them because they didn't know the most basic things about uh, programming. So it was almost like teaching along with mentoring. And I was like, I thought I was going to be like learning stuff from like senior people and like working with senior engineers. Instead, I'm like, like regurgitating stuff I learned in college, but Jason, already isn't fresh it, out of college. Isn't it true that teaching is a great way to learn? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, yeah. No, I've, I've taught a lot, but it was overwhelming, and it wasn't what I was anticipating. And it was working for like super corporate clients, and uh, it, super corporate uh, M- mutants. John, they had like you know powers oh, and things like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it was like the most stress I've ever been in my entire life. Uh, I actually. The steering wheel of my old car, which was a 07 Taurus, yeah. uh, was completely had scratch marks all around it <laughs> from how stressed I was uh, coming home from work. Uh, I, I was just, I hated every day. Do you actually know the history of Tata, though? Like how they like how they came to be? Not really. I know they're really big. I, they keep comparing themselves to like the GE of India. And they are yeah. really like huge. They really yeah. are. What happened was India, when it was hardcore socialist after independence... They had like basically monopolies, and there are two big families: the Tata family and the Mahindra family. 
And they're both still huge. Oh, yeah, Mahindra. They made cars. Yeah, they, they make like, Jeeps. They yeah. made, like, Russian cars. They just got the copyrights for Russian yeah. cars and made them for, like, 60 years. And they're just, like, these companies that make, like, anything you can think of. But, you know, ta- the, the two things that I knew them for as a child was automobiles. Yeah. And the thing was, the rule in... If you were a foreign company trying to do business in India, so like any of the automakers, any of the appliance makers, you had to partner with an Indian company uh-huh. and they locked down all these contracts. So they were basically, and to this day, I mean, it's loose, it's looser now to do that, but yeah. that ex- perfectly to me explains the culture of what you were dealing with because you're dealing with a company that never had to compete. Yeah. You know? no, so I'd... they just probably, and a lot of like, Probably family hires and things like that. And oh yeah, I believe so, that. Yeah, so totally. Nepotism. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. But to things the max. are different now, so it uh, it totally, you know. And I accept your apology. So, uh, <laughs> yes. but so how, but okay. So let me ask you, why <laughs> did you? So you said you moved to Cincinnati and you left and you went back. Was that the same uh, company? So that was uh, part of the thing too. Was uh, that was I was that was all while I was still with TCS and they moved me to work for Dow Chemical and that's well, what is TCS. In, uh, uh, Tesla Consultancy. Services. Oh, so okay, so, yeah. so you were a TCS consul- America. Was oh, I see. Their, so like, you America were you were a consultant. Yes. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and it was terrible. The worst. Did it make you question like why you had gone to college to study this in the first I, place? Yeah, I can. I literally dreamed of being a drifter with no <laughs> responsibilities. I was just like, "Fuck my education! I'm just gonna like wander the streets and." Like I don't even care. Yeah, I quit my job and just I don't know have no responsibility. And thank God I didn't. I just quit and moved back. <laughs> like, did did you cry at work ever? Uh, I slept at work because there was just <laughs> so little to do. Sometimes, like, uh, no crying though, just anger almost. Just like, did you make anyone else cry? Huh? Did you make someone else cry? Uh, I did have to fire people there too, which is the only time I ever. Had to you do that. did as a consultant. That's unusual. Uh, one of the places they put me at was as a project manager, and uh, oh, okay. it, it sucked really bad. Firing Especially because it was like that person was more skilled than anyone. How, <laughs> yeah, like, How old were you at the time? Like so, like twenty two, twenty three. Oh, let's see. I was probably uh, yeah, twenty two. Like oh, okay. Yeah. Firing people is like the most fun thing you can do at a job. No, re- no, this person. I mean, they kind of deserved it, but it was just like compared to like stuff that actual TCS employees did. Like, I I actually had to fire somebody who worked for the client. Like, oh, <laughs> like I think yeah, I, I totally got laughing. screwed out of that. Yeah, yeah, I think that I got ponied up for that. How did you feel about that? Did you feel uh, like did it linger it with sucked. you? It sucked. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it, it totally lingered with me, Have especially because he like that person had like a family and stuff, and like I was like. Uh, think about this you really hated your job you set him free yeah that's did that's you stay look are you it. friends on facebook or anything oh uh, no no okay. uh, but i like i didn't know him super well but I, I did feel bad about it yeah 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 he got a great job after that who was making 150 thousand a year oh yeah i that's, that's a good way to look at it now now that that does resolve that gives me some closure in this whole issue. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, let's do a little role playing and say, Heather, you're firing Heather. Oh, God. oh that's you... a good one. Yeah. Why don't what you... did Heather do, Jim? Um, she was sleeping at her job and she doesn't oh, know shit. anything about programming. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, hi, Heather. Uh, uh, how's, hi. How's your day going? Oh, I'm having a terrible day. Oh, oh. Hi. What's going on? Well, I just, I, I don't feel well. I just have a lot of things i'm stressed out about a lot of bills to pay 
Uh, well, I have some good news and I have some bad news. Why are you laughing when you're firing someone? Uh, I'm very cold-hearted. It's just nerves. It's just nerves. Okay. Uh, uh, you you won't have to worry about your problems at work anymore because oh. you, you don't work here anymore. <laughs> oh my God! Is this really how you fire people? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> No, uh, seriously. Okay, how? Okay, how would I seriously? Yeah, yes. I, I would just probably be like, "Please tell me that's not how you did it." Uh, I hate to be the one telling you this, but you're fired. Oh wow! So I, that I quick? Would, I, yeah, I, I would just have to like, like a bandaid right off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how I would like it. Now, uh, so do you hate Indian people because of that? Uh, no, but okay. I, I like how you I, hesitated. Uh, at the same time, I would never work for like an Indian person, an Indian company again. Okay. Well, uh. Because I did make like a lot of good friends, uh, but they were people who had been like Americanized and been here for a long time. So to work for an Indian company, yeah. uh, we had to go through so many like culture trainings and everything yeah, to yeah. like understand like time is like plentiful in India. Like yeah. sometimes they don't show up for a meeting uh, until twenty minutes after or something. It's like, Ooh, well, this yeah this sucks. can't do that. Yeah, I would have to wake up at like. Uh, six or seven a.m. for uh, like meetings and stuff with India. Yeah. And sometimes they just never show. They'd be like, "Well, time to go home." Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, I'm angry because I just had to wake up early." <laughs> all I'm hearing is I'm moving to India. Yeah, I know. It's uh, like John's like. No, despite all this, I would love to go to India. Yeah. I just come. would never like to work with it. Tony, yeah. take <laughs> us. I might go next year, so maybe we'll try and oh. put a trip together. Ooh. Tony, I'm gonna get a job over there, and then I can. Uh, John, if you don't like your wages here, you're not going to like them over there at all. John's going to pull a rickshaw with pizzas in the back. (laughs) (laughs) How long from when you graduate? Did you do like stuff in high school, like uh, theater or acting? Uh, No, never. Uh, Actually, it's funny because uh, I was interested in it, but the the teacher who ran drama... uh, Which teacher was it? uh, Miss Bell. I'll call her out. Shout out. Bell? I'll call her out. We call it shouting out on the show. Uh, Shout out, Miss Bell. Shout out, Miss Bell. (laughs) Miss Bell, yeah, okay. yeah. I you uh, you prevented to... me from starting early because yeah. she she hated my brother, and so she saw Patterson <laughs> on the attendant list, yeah. and she was just like, "Well, I guess I hate you too." Is your other is your brother older then? Yeah, my older brother. Yeah, and so he was in drama or whatever. No, or? he was in her class, and he I guess he just made an impression. That... So she said that to you, like, uh... no, but I mean, I could tell it was just like she's like, "Oh, you're a Patterson boy," like. A Patterson uh, boy? Is that what she said? I it was like, like the oh. Old West. Was she wearing a cowboy hat and a badge? Huh? No. Yeah, yeah. Right. Boo, boo, boo. You Patterson boys better get out what of here. What other classes did Belle teach? I can't remember exactly. Uh, for me, was. it was just English. She did the. Uh, Wait a minute. Did you guys go to the same high school? Yeah. We totally did, yeah. Not at the same time. Not at the same oh. time. Yeah, how old are you? Uh, well, what uh, class were you? Well, you totally talked about I was uh, class of 06. Yeah, so I was 98. So I can't do math. How old are you? 27. Okay. And John, how old are you? 36? Yeah. Okay. So, so did you know about John? Were there any stories you heard about him? Like, uh, no, no. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear about me beating the shit out of the twenty-two-year-old uh, guy that was still in high school, and then he dropped out. Whoa, no. Yeah, John. That's true. He knocked. He, he beat up a guy so hard that he dropped out of high school. That's a true story. Wow. Well, I think it was mostly embarrassing. No, why kid. do you? Uh, you know, you're humble about nothing except for this story. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he was really embarrassed that a 16-year-old kid beat the shit out of him when he was 22. Yeah. And that he never came to school again, oh. not because it was such a bad beating, but because it was such a horribly embarrassing beating. 
Yeah, I it's still that still counts in my book. Yeah. We've already discussed this on this, uh, you know, the episode. <laughs> it does, but uh, yeah, yeah. But I hated high school. Oh, it you did? Not, it was not enjoyable for me were at all. Were you a people? It was to the point where uh, my senior year, I was only there one hour a day. Did you go to the technical school? I went to technical school and I went to Casa, which is their AP only. Like oh. high the one That's by like Myers. A, the one by Myers. Uh, it's in uh, Pleasant Ridge. Oh. Yeah. How? Uh, what's the age difference between you and your brother? Uh, my older brother two and a half years, and my younger brother two years. And do they have similar experiences in high school, or? Uh, my Did older you... brother was more of like a uh, like the popular kid, uh, kind of a jack. Did he acknowledge sure. you? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. No, we were all friends. And oh, okay. We were, yeah, we're good with each other. Yeah, but we're all kind. Of, we're kind of different. Yeah. So why did you hate high school so much? Were you like ridiculed or bullied? Uh, I was bullied a little bit. Uh, it was mainly just I don't. I was like a ghost almost. Like I did sports and stuff, but like I never hung out with anybody because I don't know. Like. What? Is that why you grew your hair out so long? Because you felt like no one could see you anyway? Uh, no, that's because my mom gave me a bad haircut. I was just like, well, let's see what happens when I don't get a haircut. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Sounds like the same thing, basically. It was just very weird. Uh, I used to be super big, and uh, I lost a bunch of weight. Oh, really? Uh, and so nobody talked to me when I was like big. Really? And I lost a bunch of weight, and everyone was like... What the hell? Who is this kid? Like, so how, how tall are you? You're pretty tall. Uh, oh yeah, I, I'm six three. And I used to be just really short. Like, I didn't. I sprouted up like pretty much when I went to high school. Okay, so I was like under four foot. Yeah, I was like very small, and then hit high school and just sh- shot straight up. Like, so just to elaborate, if you feel comfortable talking about it, how no, much, yeah, yeah. How much did you then? So you were uh, heavier when you were tall, or? At that time, or I uh, like, no, throughout high school, I was yeah, super fit and uh, thin. Oh, and, you like, were, tall. Uh, but uh, elementary school, oh, to middle school, I, see. I was total chubbo. I see, a little chubblito. That's a medical term. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're like, man, you got the bad case of the chubbos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a serious issue. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. But no, your, so uh, so basically, you lot, like getting tall helped you lose the weight, or did you like change like your life? Or uh, you have an inspiring story. I mean, my mom was great about it. She like uh, put me in all the sports and stuff, and she like really tried to get me like exposure to like other kids and stuff. And, yeah. Uh, so that combined with yeah, I mean, growing like a beanstalk uh, helped for the weight loss, but it didn't help for like the social interactions because I was like, I still don't know how to talk to anybody. Yeah. Uh, that must be, yeah, that's interesting, actually, because in the movies, you always see, like, someone, you know, like the, as Jenny Jones would call it, the geek to chic um, yeah. transformation. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Tony. Yeah, well, you know, not everybody's seen G- Jenny Jones. I miss but Jenny Jones. You like Jenny her. Jones? So I remember Jenny yeah, Jones. Yeah, yeah. Rude Jew. Nobody yeah. said they liked her. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Jenny Jones, you know. I felt she had a good heart, even though one of her guests killed somebody in Michigan. Remember that? Like, what? There was a whole trial. You don't Go- remember that? Google it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She she came to Detroit for the It was like an eight-month trial. Yeah. Anyway, Google it. That's, okay. that's for a different yeah. podcast. That's a true, <laughs> true crime podcast. But did part of you resent it on some level? Or, like, I mean... Oh, yeah. I'll never go to, like, a 10-year reunion or nothing. I, I don't... I already see everybody I want to see yeah. from high school. I, I kind of think Facebook see. has made reunions obsolete in a way. That, too. Any curiosity that I have to see what horrible tragedies my enemies have followed i could just do it remotely so <laughs> so when you see those tragedies do you feel good oh yeah i i <laughs> i'm not a good person i was i was picked on but i'm not gonna be act like a good person uh yeah i'm like i revel in the fact that it's people 
who gave me a shitty time in high school or having a horrible time. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very honest because I, I had a friend that I worked with and she was tormented by this guy. In high, uh, she went to high school in Midland and she was tormented by this guy. And then she found out that he died of like uh, like a drug overdose like a couple years after high school ended. And I said, how did you feel about that? She's like, I felt great. Yeah. She was I like, mean, as I a, was so happy. As horrible as that <laughs> she, was a, she was a really nice person. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> that guy was a jerk. He deserved it. <laughs> Jake, don't cover your laughter on the show. You have to laugh openly into the mic. I don't say his name, but uh, one of like the biggest bullies. Uh, I learned that like he had had problems and eventually had killed himself. And yeah. I was like. Probably for the best. I, I, as horrible as that sounds, yeah, it is horrible. This show like, is about honesty. You the know? show is about honesty. Yeah, I was like, he was, yeah, not right in the head. So I, he probably would have hurt someone severely if he had not. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I do believe that behind a lot of bullies, there's a tragic story, but also. I don't think that's an excuse to. I don't know. It, it, that's probably too deep of a discussion to get into. Oh, yeah. Let's Tony, just, it yeah. it's yeah. not Tony. deep. It's yeah. fine to feel happy when someone dies. Yeah, I guess so. I'm happy when somebody dies. If oh, his yeah. name was Jesus, am I right, guys? Oh, he comes yeah. back. You know he's coming back. Think you about know he's it. coming back. Think Three about days it, later, he you starts posting on Facebook. That's right. Again. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. Jesus, what up with the status? I thought you did. So <laughs> three days later. So you actually had an awareness of improv and wanting to do it in high school, or no? That was just drama. Uh, that was just drama. Uh, like I, we had like school plays and stuff, and I was like, ah, I, I think I would be good at that. And then yeah, I never got into it because just like you were not deal with that. Good. Yeah, I didn't. So I kind of fell out, and uh, I didn't do anything during college either. Yeah, and it wasn't until uh, I graduated that I started looking at stand up, and that's how I got into like performing. I did a little bit of stand up. And I was like looking for more regularity. Like, uh, did you take a class anywhere, or how did you get it? Like, where did you do stand up? No, I just uh, would do stand up at like Mark Ridley's. And, oh, okay. Like, I tried to look thing. up wherever open mics were, and I was like, eh, it's kind of like irregular. Like, sometimes you show up and no one would really be there. It was yeah, not like, like improv. It's not like improv. And I was looking for something that had that was more joke, regularity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that totally happens in improv sometimes. Oh yeah, that yeah. happens in improv sometimes too. Yeah. But uh, I, that's how I found Go. I was like just looking for regular stage time, like, uh, and that's how I found like Fresh Sauce. And so be, months before I had even signed up for a class at Go. Oh, really? I yeah, I was just showing up to Fresh Sauce every Sunday for like three or four months. And what was that experience like? Because that that to me even I felt intimidated, or I don't know if intimidated is the word, but just shy, very shy about. Even just going. Oh, you know, I, uh, I was super shy too, and the fact that I hadn't been part of any classes. Yeah. A lot of people who were going to Sundays had yeah. known each other through classes. Yeah, but just playing games with people, uh, uh, it was funny. A lot of times of my first going in, uh, Jason Valentini was there, mm. and uh, I guess he was the only other Jason before. But then, uh, oh. uh, so Andy French or Travis would call. Uh, Jason to the stage for like a game and we'd both go up every time and they'd be like ah hey, you know what both of you get up here so it's just like we played a lot of the games together and uh, that was a fun way to like I don't know making uh, it you, were, you became oh you're the other Jason yeah yeah uh, and uh, yeah just showing up people recognized me uh, Amber Hunt was uh, played in like the one of the Sunday troops uh, and she came up to me and like was really friendly with me and I was like oh man like you guys know what people is hanging out and getting my n- name known out there. 
And then I signed up for classes, and then I, it just took off from there. Like, so you, it sounded like you liked it immediately. What did you like about it that you didn't, like you didn't find in stand-up? Camaraderie, uh, an actual audience. <laughs> uh, a lot of the time with stand-up, and uh, sometimes with like improv, too, uh, you just get an audience of all other performers. Like You don't get anybody else, and you see the same people all over, over and over again. Yeah. Which is fine too, like, and it like really hardens you, but it's it's super hard too to just go in totally blind. I feel like people are more open with improv. Uh, you can prepare nothing and get a chuckle, whereas with stand up, sometimes you can get just uh, a reaction, good reaction one time, and then either people aren't paying attention or just don't. Get, uh, jive with your humor and you get total crickets or you get heckled you get heckled a lot more yes. in uh, stand up which is <coughs> I am not that brave of a soul I have not done that did much. you ever respond to the heckles uh, in improv not in open mic Aww. because I was never super confident about my <laughs> oh yeah like in, wow. in stand up it's funny watching open mics if someone if anyone in the audience says anything even if it's not a heckle yeah the comedian gets like thrown on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. It starts insulting them when oh, they yeah. weren't even like heckling them. Yeah. This happened. I've seen that at Go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I also think it's because in, I think in doing stand up, you're almost trained to be ready for attack. So it's yeah. like, it's like you're on a hair trigger. You know, it's like you're like, yeah. ha, what do you mean, ha, ha? You know, like, yeah, just it's that you kind of versus thing. the audience yeah. in stand up. So what made you decide to go from Go to Planet Amp? Because you went through Go first, and then what made you decide, like, oh, I'm going to go to... Because we're kind of in the middle of that right now. Yeah. But not a lot of... Like, not everybody does it. A lot of people will just go through one or the other. And, I mean, arguably, they don't need to go through both. Yeah. So, I mean, as soon as you start taking classes at Go, you hear about Ant and how uh, they have their Ant Mondays and stuff. And so, you know, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll go check it out. Uh, and then as soon as I went to my first Ant Monday, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, just fall in love with it. Like, uh, just watching the home team play is amazing. And uh, that open jam uh, has really taken off recently. Uh, I mean, I remember when I first started out playing with three or four people. And that's all, that would be the audience too, is those people who stayed. And sometimes they wouldn't even do it. It was a lot jam. easier to get an ant jammer back then. It was a lot easier to get an ant jammer, yes. <laughs> How many do you have? Like 30? Uh, I have three. I've lost uh, two. That's right. Huh? I remember like one day at the, at the jam, you were sitting there and you're like, I want to use my ant jammer. That was so embarrassing because uh, yeah. McGilligan was total <laughs> laser beaming me. He's like, do you have one? Are you sure you have one? I'm like, you just gave it to me last week. You know I have it. And then I just and he was like, "Well, if I don't see it, you don't have it." Yeah, and you were like digging. I was sitting next to you, and you're just digging through your walls. Like, oh I was like, man! I and then I found it immediately after. <laughs> yeah, one thing I wanted to ask you was about your auditioning because I think you're really good at auditioning. I mean, not oh, to say that you're not talented, but thanks, I was it's a good skill yeah, to have. But no, seriously, I was surprised to see because you know we haven't been doing improv that long. You've been doing it, you know twice as long as us. And I didn't know about the history of Jason so much, but I was creeping through your Facebook and I Ooh. saw like, oh yeah, there's a lot of promotion for all these shows, you know, that you got in. So yeah, yeah. do you have a philosophy that you use to approach like when you're auditioning? Because you were in our show Monster Noises and I wasn't aware you were in other shows. Yeah. 
So you want to talk about that a little bit or do you just have uh, no plans? Yeah, I mean, the biggest advice that I've gotten that has helped a lot is uh, uh, they're going through a lot of people. The uh, writers or the director, whoever's sitting in on these, they're seeing the same thing. And a cold read, you read it the same way. So the best advice I can give anybody doing like an audition, do something different. Do something bold. Uh, pull your shirt. Pull up. your shirt up. That's right. There's a part where you're playing pregnant. Uh, one of the sketches. Uh, I think it's called Baby on Board. But you were the only. I think he was the only one, right? That he definitely was the only. The one only one the guy that up. actually pulled up his shirt and uh, revealed but his finger in his belly button. Like, yeah, yeah. And so we we're all like, "Wow, look at that!" So we all said, "This guy's committed to being pregnant." You know, and you know to echo that. I mean, I think all the people that we ended up choosing you know including uh jake here we're all uh committed you know what i mean they had a commitment to the role yeah so uh, and i think when you first do like a cold read or something you're really worried about the lines or getting it exactly that's not the most important part the most important part is they can see you can add something to the role and like yeah just take off with something uh without having to like study it for that's weeks true, on it like because even as a writer of the, one of the sketches, I, if someone missed a line, I barely even noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. That's actually a good point. I didn't think of that approach, but yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Another thing I want to bring up uh, with you and Jake, you guys oh. had you guys <laughs> had a real problem. Uh, the show. I don't know. If we ever discussed this. Did we talk about why the show is called oh. Monster Noises? I think we did. I don't know. Well, let's yeah. remind. I the don't audience know if it. It was in, in the episode or not. Our show was called Monster Noises because there was a scene where Jason and Jake uh, had to kiss. But well, I mean, well, let's just do it right now, Jake. Get over here. It was just the funniest thing. Like it made us laugh endlessly, the both of you. <laughs> like because you would, like go in to kiss and then you kind of like try and nuzzle each other, you know, at the next, and then you'd be like, and you started making this yeah. like, and that's why we were like, it's like, and I think McGettigan or somebody was like, quit making monster noises, you know, and then JB was like, that's the name of the show. But uh-huh. do you want to talk about the both of you? Uh, why do you think that was so much? Because neither of you, either of you have have either of you kissed a guy on stage before or in your personal life? Uh, I have. In okay, yeah. I'm not gonna ask what. Just <laughs> no, 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 I'm safe. Okay, that's fine. Either way. And Jake, I know. Well, have you? No. Okay. So, but it seemed like you both really struggled with it pretty much right up until uh, the show <laughs> opened. <laughs> like even the dress rehearsal. But you guys did hit it because, like, you. I would say you exaggerated it. But why do you think that was so much? I mean, I'm not saying that's uh, easy. Starting, uh, you know, I was like, uh, maybe it'd be funnier if, like, you know, I was making noises. And I just couldn't get shake that off of me. Like now, I'm like every time I do this thing, I'm thinking, wow, 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 wow. And that was a funny thing too. Even after he told you to stop doing it, the both of you would still make noises. Yeah, especially me, especially me. Right up until the show, I was still making noises. Yeah. So what about you, Jake? How on a scale of one to ten, how uncomfortable did it make you? The idea of it, because I think both of you thought that you were gonna call. It was pretty. It was kind of like a scale one to ten, probably like a seven. Yeah. It was uncomfortable because um, I don't know. Like I don't. I never kissed nobody on stage before in front of anybody. Yeah. yeah. So like not was, even I, a girl, much less a get. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like I, whether it was a girl or a guy. Like I would have yeah. been um, kind of uncomfortable. Just like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember McGettigan was very exasperated. You know, as were actually surprisingly. Uh, Brittany and Jessica, the girls in the Brittany show. especially. Yeah, they're like, like guys, what's out. the big deal? Oh, yeah. You know, and then she's like, here you do it. But 
I mean, I, I, I can relate to that, but he was, it was like, funny. It was funny that too, because me and Brittany had a like kissing scene too. And uh, I was doing the same thing, minus monster noises, with yeah. her. Yeah, and nobody said shit about that yeah, one. Yeah. Nobody ever called that one out for being fake. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, that's a good point. But. I, guess, like, the, <laughs> I guess like the monster, making those monster noises like, made it less awkward. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. It was like a comfort, like, yeah. you can hear me. It's like sonar to our mouths, yeah. like, <laughs> talking into your mouth. I'm not cursing you because I'm clearly talking. How do you think you how, like this question's for the both of you? Like, how do you think you got over that? Like, how just you, actually doing it. Yeah, I think so just doing it for. I mean, just, just I, being I like, we, like, like, just being like, fuck it, like the opening night. Just yeah, like, I mean, whatever. opening night, we yeah, like actually, we're like, all right, this. I, especially, I was like, there's no way this is gonna look good if we try to fake it. There's, yeah. there's no way. So. We just went for it, and it hit really well, uh, and we did that for like pretty much every show, yeah. It like, probably helped that opening night was probably the best night out of the whole run, too. I think the energy from the crowd was the best opening night. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and closing night yeah, was, I thought really, closing night was really, really good, good, too. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But I think you surprised us on that opening night, because mm. you guys both like... You know, like you like went to the ground and you were like basically. Wrestling. Oh yeah, like, yeah. The first time I yeah. saw you really kiss, there was a lot of ass grabbing. It was oh, like yeah. we're not just kissing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we're right. making love. Because we spent like <laughs> three classes and like maybe three or four hours trying to figure out where you guys could put your thumbs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We spent a long time on that. I was like, really? That like, was a, yeah. The kissing technique was to put your thumb like at the last second, like slide your hand up the face, put the thumb over the lip, and then kiss the thumb. Yeah, you know. But it just looked like you were putting your thumb on someone's lip. And oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was just. <laughs> yeah, that, made even more, that made it even more weird. Yeah. More yeah, awkward. that's true. Like, well, then you guys abandoned that, and actually, that worked a lot better. Yeah. But I remember at one point, Brittany was like, Look, all you do is oh, go yeah. to Jason. She's like, Put your thumb here and do this. Like, and she just did like a. I mean, she's a trained actress, but it was just funny to watch her. Like, just do that in two seconds. She's like, What's wrong with you guys? You know? Like, I even talked to Mike. I'm like, You know, we could rewrite it and make it easier on him. He's like, Or they could just be actors and do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. So. So I think he expects a kind of level of professionalism there yeah, where you yeah. just do what you're told. Ho- hopefully that's made us uh, proven. <laughs> that's the trial of fire to <laughs> me and Jake, real actors, Yeah, could kiss each other. Actually, going back, <laughs> going back to non-improv, you did something pretty interesting in that you quit your job to start your own business. Yes, I did, yeah. And you did what? Have you done it more than once? or I have done it more than once, uh, and I probably will keep continue to do it <laughs> so the the name of your company is uh broken shotgun broken shotgun yeah how did you get that name how'd you come up with that name uh that's actually through something uh me and my friends did in high school like uh we dubbed uh the movie troll 2 which is a, a hilarious starring Jennifer Aniston. it's a classic it's a classic yeah. uh but it w- did get a lot of hits it actually got uh like eighty thousand hits oh wow nice. uh, unlisted no, Not he, unlisted. He, he I, I had to listen. Got older. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I was surprised, and uh, I haven't unlisted right now. But uh, uh, almost like on a monthly basis, I get YouTube messages from people begging me to like re-upload them all. I'm like, uh, a lot of them got takedown notices, but like no. the main one got the most hits. Yeah, uh, people are just like, please, like I watched that with my friends. And I'm like. Really? This is just well, stuff could, that we did in like. You could fight those takedown notices because it's a parody. Yeah. Uh, but it's still annoying to like. You, yeah, you get yeah. strikes and you can only deal with a certain number of any kind. Only one at a time right now. Yeah. It, I, that's a whole nother story, YouTube's. 
broken uh, fair you mean use how policy. they're dicks? They're huge dicks. Oh, they're big, big huge dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds more like a compliment, frankly, the way you said it, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> giant diseased dongs. It's oh, like they're, 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 uh, they're yeah. big There's baby. Fungus on yeah. They're really, yeah. Uh, big dainty dicks. They're like the Goombas yeah. from the live action yeah. Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, just annoying and that not is never out of place. a compliment. <laughs> but, anyway, time. but anyway, so that that's how it came to be called Broken Shotgun. So Yeah, so one of the things I said in there, like, the sheriff was like using the shotgun and shooting it in the air. I was like, oh, this shotgun's fucking broken. And broken shotgun. Is, oh. That's one of the things people would like say in the comments and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Broken shotgun. So at the time, where you were, were you working when you left? Can you say? or uh, Detroit Labs. Okay. Yeah. And did you tell them what you're... I mean, that's probably... Yeah, uh, I, I mean... It's probably not uncommon, actually, at that kind of place because they do uh, apps. I, I was uh, one of the... The first to start my own company and not leave for an, another place. Yeah, and I they were amazing about it. I was very shocked and surprised. Like I didn't know how they would take it. In fact, it took me a couple months to even tell them. I was like making spreadsheets to see how long I could live off of what I had saved up. Yeah, and I was less like, "What am I, am I making a huge mistake? Uh, God, like what's going to happen to without like insurance? I like I don't know anything about yeah, running yeah. a business. Am I going to just is this the worst mistake of my life? Uh, but then I did it. I gave them like, I gave them, I think like a month and a half to two months notice. And they were like, wow, you know, like, thank you so much for that. And like, and that really helps us like wrap stuff up with a client or like, you know, uh, well, and they're like, the- and they, well, they also, they're like, whenever you want to come back, you can. I was wow. like, oh my God. Yeah. That is incredible. And I have. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Yeah. And so, what was what's the company that you started? Uh, Broken Shotgun is a game development company. Uh, so, I make uh, games for PC and uh, web. Uh, I can do mobile yet. Uh, I have actually made one mobile game. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's called Dog Jog, and I made it for a show at Go Comedy. Oh, no kidding. Uh, they did like a King of Kong spoof. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, That's a great documentary, by the way. Yeah. And uh, so I made the game that these two guys competed at. So ultimately, it wasn't successful enough <laughs> for you to keep working? Doing uh, it? No, like, I mean, it, it's very hard. Because uh, ma- the main thing, too, is uh, I probably could have gotten clients or worked for another game developer. Uh, but my thing with starting Broken Shotgun was I want to make my own game, like my own series or something, and have it take off. Did it's, you have a dream series like or a concept? Uh, I keep coming up with a bunch of new ideas and stuff. Uh, and you my, work by yourself? Yeah, I work by myself. I'm trying to change that to yeah. I'm trying to like network and work with other developers. It's hard in Michigan though because there's not really any community. I hope you've got those in-app purchases. That's how you get the big bucks. Uh, in mobile specifically, microtransactions, yeah. which I hate. Like I, <laughs> that's why I don't make a lot of mobile games. Is just because I hate the state of mobile gaming right now. Just do is it that for the, that's the way you have to do it. But what do you do hate it about for, it? like vanity items? I hate it because it takes advantage of people. It really, uh, like Zynga and King, they have like uh, scholar level PhD people in like psychology to take advantage of addiction mm. and like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what a lot of slot machines are based on that same like game theory. I hate it. I I can't believe that's the state of mobile gaming. And that it's so, I mean, I can understand that it's wildly successful because yeah, they're just 
preying on people's weaknesses. It doesn't feel like weakness to me. It feels like progress when I get more gold coins <laughs> and gems and I pay a dollar ninety nine. You're too deep in, Jim. Yeah, you, Jim, it's you a said, discount. It's can you show us your bank off. account statements yeah. so we can see how far in debt you are owing, like Clash of Clans coins or something? I've seen bank statements of people at my law office that are filing bankruptcy, and it's all like Farmville. What? Yeah. No, I like. Like every it. month on their bank statements, just like is this bill. recently? This was well, this it's was a still, couple. This was a couple years still, ago. Still up, there. but not like it was. Not like it was. No, but I'm like saying games like that. Like people pay like lots of real money. Yeah. I hear Candy Michael Crush. Jordan wastes like twenty thousand a month. I read that in an <laughs> article somewhere uh, that he just spends like twenty thousand a month. Candy on Crush plays games. or something. He's known to have a gambling problem, so. Uh, you know, uh, that's not what I want to do though. I want to start my own thing. Uh, What's your favorite kind of game? Uh, I I love role playing games. Uh, so like Final Fantasy. Uh, you know, uh, but is it? It's not possible for one person to make a game. Like no, that, uh, which I did try to do my first time. You did. Uh, I tried to make a game called Reverie. That was a RPG, and uh, I started writing it and everything. And I was like, oh my god, this is like, there's no possible way I could get this done in one lifetime alone let me pitch you a game oh yeah you're a lone boy growing up in school and you're unpopular then you find improv and you do different tasks to increase your improv skills this sounds unrealistic already and then you're like oh i performed in front of a bad audience i got toughness oh minus two charisma yeah (laughs) (laughs) call it kanye quest oh wait that already exists it does yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah there we go i could do i've never used anything for my real life here's a pitch maybe that's the okay yeah. okay <laughs> so it's a mobile app okay uh-oh and there's a it costs a dollar 99 to oh, download okay and there's a, a chicken and then there's a hand and you slap the chicken <laughs> and when you slap the chicken it makes clucking noises oh maybe when we you can don't ma- slap the chicken it's like what? We're, we're taking food from needy children in china so if why you don't give why us a is dollar, it a hand slapping chicken? Jo- take a joke. It's a uh, psychology. Maybe psychology. we could, <laughs> we can make it free, and yeah. then we could charge to get like, oh, I want to buy a pig so I can slap a pig. Oh, right, you slap yeah, the pig, there you go. You, and then you just hate animals. Like, yeah, you upgrade. Like, yeah, I, I saw animal or Hannibal, and I hated that pig scene. So I'm, I really want to slap this pig. For a hundred thousand <laughs> coins, you can slap a T Rex. Like, yeah, oh, there you go. But he just uh, said he's against that. Yeah, I hate both of you. For <laughs> <laughs> even suggesting that. Well, I'm just trying to make money. You know what? Money. That's, that's yeah. the most insightful. I mean, thing that style. is, yeah, that is how you make money. Though, you want to drive like, a Lamborghini? You gotta uh, play the God. game. You gotta which swipe I, a few chickens. I don't. <laughs> so you really, it's more about love than actually making a living. At it, it is more about love, uh, which is unfortunate because that do- love doesn't make the money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm hoping one day it. I mean, it's like striking lightning, and it may, it's like my version of playing the lotto is with my life goals. Well, have you <laughs> have you ever thought of moving to an area like you know, like California? Oh, definitely. Or... I, I've been very close to moving to Seattle. Uh, I have my house oh, here yeah. and all my friends and family. Though, yeah. And I, I just can't see doing it now, but. Uh, it's possible. Yeah, I would say do it while you're young. Yeah, I oh, lived yeah. in Seattle out of college, and it was a great experience. I recommend it. And I have a lot of friends out there that oh, okay. uh, work for like Microsoft and like Amazon mm-hmm. and Netflix. So all known for their uh, mobile games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just I mean, like the scene out there is like yeah, yeah. that's where it is for tech stuff. Like 
So your plan is basically you kind of save up enough money and then go at it yeah. until you, so have you a bunch of prototypes and uh, if anything takes off, yeah, then I'd focus on that. But until then, yeah. Have you made any apps that weren't games? Uh, yeah, actually recently I made a app called Runlines, which is, uh, oh, available on the play store now. Uh, no. it, it, like helps you, I made it for monster noises, but I finished it after the fact. What is but, that? Like nine ninety nine? Uh, it's free. It's totally what? free. It's totally free. That's no such a way. great deal. But yeah, you yeah. can buy gems and <laughs> there's no gems. There's no, there's no in-app purchases. Well, <laughs> Are you a writer? Like, do you do writing? Or uh, I do. I do. Uh, ever since Dogman, I've been writing sketches and uh, video oh, ideas. Really? I've had. Uh, I haven't really uh, done too much with them, but every time I think of something, write it down. I have a, a pad of paper next to my bed at all times. That pen and paper. Whenever I think of something, which is usually where it happens, the is bathroom it? or the bedroom, right before. Yeah, I'm going to bed. The girls ever ask you like, "Oh, why you got that <clears throat> paper there?" What's that sketch about a nurse you're writing? Uh, yeah, don't read my ideas. Don't, Let please me don't be a joke stealer. Yeah. Or, or this relationship's fantasy. over. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, "Let me out of your bedroom," but no. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> but um, so actually, as someone who does write, because I didn't know this about you, so performing other people's work, like in our show and like Crazy and Amuse and stuff. Is that a frustrating experience, or you're like, I like, were you thinking about art? Like, and I'd like you to oh, answer you honestly. Mean like being in a show that I didn't write. Yeah, like in our show, for example, were you like, um, I wouldn't do it like this, or I wouldn't do it like that. I mean, because you did, you guys did have all of you did add things. I would uh, say no. Know? I mean, I really loved Monster Noises a lot. Uh, uh, with uh, Crazy the Muse too, it was a super fun show. But I, I did feel more with that show, like to. Some things I just didn't get really. Uh, I was kind of like, "Is this is this gonna well, be funny?" Or? What was crazy in the muse? Was, <laughs> was that, a that was a student show ago. Student show yeah, ago. okay. So. That was a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't. A, it was probably uh, like yeah, the year before Monster Noises. Okay, yeah, yeah. But okay, that's interesting and gratifying in yeah. a way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I love. <laughs> uh, I was so excited to, especially just hearing during the audition, like all the people reading like black superman and stuff i was like <laughs> i was like yeah uh, i hope i can get in the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, that was cool. that was a we, surreal experience walking upstairs and hearing people read yeah that was oh, yeah. sketch that you all wrote. at the same time too all at the same yeah. Yeah. yeah but i think you did a great job i mean like I, I said this about all the actors but all of you really elevated the material like you because you know that was the uh, thing for us you know you, i always hear that directors and people talk about that like oh the actors really elevate the material but until you see it happen you don't really know how true that is like it really made me respect acting so much more because i was like oh look at the stuff they did just little even like little you know like there's this thing where britney is like leaving during the the interview scene and like you guys are like sexually attracted to each other yeah and like she runs into you and you like just took your stomach and like bounced it off her you <laughs> yeah. know and that was like totally not in the script but i was like god damn that is so funny you know what <laughs> i mean and just little like motions and things like that yeah i, I loved everybody in monster noise and jake too like i had never really worked with <laughs> I, I mean yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, cause, just because he's right here but and jake uh, Damn, Jake! Wait, you know Jake. <laughs> no, like you know that. Jake was in Monster Noises, yeah, right? Yeah, and Jake he was in Monster Noises too. I was. Yeah, you forgot. And about that kiss especially already. Jake. Yeah. Let me say that. And 
I especially love Jake. All right. I'll, uh, I'll edit that. Just to make it. <laughs> well, don't, don't, don't lie to him. I know I am. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but no, I had, other than Jake, I had never worked with like Brittany or Jessica or John. Uh, so it's just like, uh, that I was an awesome experience because they really like, they killed it too. Like, it was a very solid group. And like, yeah. I will also say that you brought a real, I think you, as you always do, a real physicality to the role, especially compared to like other people. But I would say you're one of the improvisers I consider to be really good at physicality. Oh, wow. Uh, thank you. Uh, that's one I of mean, the which, notes which, I got in intro that like I didn't do anything. I do, I was a big proponent of talking head scenes. And I would just do absolutely nothing. Vaudeville style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And really? That's like, surprising. Oh. So I, I really consciously try to actually do stuff so okay that's what i was going to ask you because i notice you not to make you feel you know like i'm calling you out or anything but it's not really a call but it's just something i notice you do like when you when you get called up to do stuff or even if you come on stage you do i call it like the jason shake you do like this yes, like yeah. shoulder oh definitely like, can you d- demonstrate it for us even though we're on mic yeah oh look at that everybody yeah, he's like rolling, <laughs> oh wow yeah he's like rolling his, dance his, my way up there. yeah, yeah. Like a ballerina yeah he's like, he's, he's like rolling his shoulders and so okay i never knew that was like an unconscious thing or so you're no that's a very conscious that. yeah because you're about to perform for some people you gotta get energized you can't be like sleepy and roll your way onto the stage loosey goosey some people do with that like and that's fine for like uh open jams and stuff but uh jamin spitzer actually uh he was one of my aunt teachers yeah and i uh he told me like when you're on stage you know you're, you're performing for people so like be happy about it be energetic like uh don't yeah uh don't put your butt on the wall and like lean up and then like peel yourself off and do a scene or something uh he i think he was the one who told me like there's like a demon in the wall and it sucks the energy through your butt (laughs) 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 so uh don't touch the wall when you're on the back line be ready to attack like uh, and that really stuck with me because it it's true you don't want to get relaxed you got to be ready to go at any time you can an edit can happen at any time or you want to do like a tag on or something. So how long in your progression from like starting at go, then going to the end, do you think you started getting regularly? Because that's something I personally kind of struggle with, like trying not to stand there and just talk because that's what I feel most comfortable doing. And I always forget like that's, I think I'm at, I'm at the stage now. I think a lot of improvisers are, you like have all these intentions, like going into scene, like I'm going to do this or that. And then you don't you just forget about all of it, you know? And you're just like, Oh yeah. So like how far along do you think that, that happened because a lot of the people I talk to, like we've had our guests like Andy Reid or James Casada, that I also consider to be physical improvisers, they said that they were always kind of like either very like, you know, like active and moving around. And James talked about in high school, like he was always kind of doing like Jim Carrey and things like that. But you sound like that was the thing that oh, yeah, started. probably for like the first two years of me doing improv, I did like talking head, minimal movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always get that note. And for like maybe like one or two scenes after I heard a note about like, oh, you should be more active and do stuff with the environment, like I would do it and then go right back to my terrible old ways. Yeah. Uh, but then in, I, I you keep getting that note and it keeps getting more and more in your head like, I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything. I should be doing something. Like, uh, and now it's just, yeah, I... 
almost subconsciously like yeah time to live out the live out the scene use my space yeah <laughs> that's interesting i'm gonna start like doing something then if that works for him just to, like oh yeah just I'm start not gonna with st- anything i'm not gonna steal your shoulder shake but, your uh, hips, no, yeah yeah yeah, yeah maybe i'll butt. do the hip wiggle yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i do bounces too bounce on my toes yeah. yeah yeah so uh, that's one something i'm gonna work on Deep get ready to bends. move because yeah if you don't move then you won't tony <laughs> don't wait do something right now yeah. Uh, what, what's the suggestion, you guys? Deep knee bends. No, John. I don't know why you're obsessed <laughs> with deep knee bends. He says that during class Eagles. too in our shows. And I did them, and then I was amazing. Yeah. Well, Pelvis you went rolls. down on one knee. <laughs> it wasn't a deep knee bend. That's. Roll. I didn't say deep knees bend. I said deep knee bend. No, I, I don't count that. Like a rock squat. Yeah. CrossFit 100 meter dash. It's like a <laughs> sort of thing you do in wrestling. You go down on one knee and pull yourself forward and up. Tony, I want you to put your hands above your head and then spin around. No, whatever I have to do, I have to do with holding a mic. I'm not going to put the mic down. Uh, do a pirouette. Mm, I'm not going to get up either. <laughs> so you're not going to do anything. <laughs> so you're not very I'm going to move, but I'm not going to move a Move lot. your nose. Maybe, like, like, maybe I'll move my arm. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Do a little uh, windmill twist your, your hips. Windmill your right arm. Okay. There you go. Okay. Like yes. This. Yes. Hey, there you I go. feel it's awkward because I'm hitting the chair. But you have but... to go backward, too, because you don't want to get it in one direction, then it'll spin off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of doing like Pete Townshend. Rock out. There you go. Yeah, okay. That might work for me. That might be my dice. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Okay, so look for me in the gym uh, in a couple. Like, well, you'll hear this two weeks from now. I can't wait. uh, A week from now, so I I will do that when I come up on the stage. That'll be my new signature move. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. And then when you forget to do it, everybody will complain. Yeah, they'll be like, eh. That's not you know like. (laughs) I will be. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Where's the windmills? That'll be Tony's new game. Yeah. How does Tony move today? Yeah. How does Tony move? That's my segment, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so what troops are you in right now? The Milk Gang, I guess, is kind of... Uh, we haven't been uh, Well, you, that was that was your we, class. That uh, was my uh, ant class. Uh, I, I guess my only two active troops right now are a two-man with me and Nate Hudson mm-hmm. called Sun Squared. Shout out to And uh, a three-man with me, Nate Hudson, and Drew Hudson, his brother, uh, called... Brother and son. Shout out to Drew. Yeah, uh, and we've been we've been doing stuff recently too. Like uh, we I did saw a, them recently. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A Saturday night uh, at Ant, and uh, we did uh, a couple shows at Omara's. Yeah. Which, so why your affinity for the uh, Hudson brothers? Uh, I don't. The first I remember the first time I met Nate was before I had started really doing improv. I watched uh, 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 my friend from labs uh nathan had done a show uh and it was called uh unsweetened valley high i think it was mm-hmm. uh and nate hudson was in that too and uh so after the show i was like hey good job and like i was ready to leave i was just super tired like i stayed after work <laughs> i just really wanted to go home oh, okay because you're just and, like oh, i gotta uh, get the fuck out of here uh i don't know me and nate were just like doing bits in at the door at go uh till like close like i was ready to leave right after the show and like i I, like was like oh my god like i thought it was actually funny too i was like man i'm like doing a like improv set with this guy as i'm trying to like go home i don't even want to be here right now (laughs) (laughs) but i stayed because i was like intrigued i was like wow okay that was wow that was really like effortlessly like i don't know i i feel like we just play really well together and uh 
then we took classes together and stuff at Ant, and uh, I don't know. It just feels like just felt right. Okay, <laughs> sounds like and love. Drew's very very similar. Like uh, I don't know, he's very a lot like Nate as much as they probably won't not like to admit that. Like <laughs> they're very similar and mannerisms and uh i think i said that to nan he's like yeah that's true <laughs> maybe or maybe i said it to drew i don't know yeah anyway if you, you guys can't were... even tell them apart can you i can they do look a lot like too well nate wears glasses that's yeah. all i know <laughs> oh <laughs> that's the only way you can distinguish <laughs> shout out to both of them and actually your story sounds familiar right guys just meeting someone and connecting with them and doing bits no uh, <laughs> no, nope. Heather, Jim, no. I liked all of you. No. What are your goals as an improviser going forward? You know, like things that you still want to accomplish. Oh man, I, I don't even know. Originally, my I don't even know what my goals were other than like getting stage time and like, uh, you know, I just used to be like the funny guy in school, despite. That no didn't one talk really, to anybody? No, yeah, no one really hanging out with me. I mean, that would be the, the only form of contact I get would was pe- being a goof in yeah. high school or something. Would people so. be like, why am I laughing? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 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 you're funny, but I'm not going to invite you. Yeah. Anything, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like... So do you still consider yourself like a loner? No, definitely not anymore. Okay. Uh, not, yeah, it's weird how much of a loner I was in high school and now... Not quite a people person, but I do hang out with a lot of people. So you seem pretty social to me. Yeah, yeah, it's very night and day from when you're taking a. You just finished that acting class tonight, right? Yeah, uh, uh, tonight oh, was actually good last point. night. Very yeah. good question. Ooh, good. How was that? Uh, it was great. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, let me. It just, was really. Let, yeah, let me just preface it by saying it being taught by York. What's yeah, his name? York Griffith. York yeah, Griffith. He, and he, he he's direct- the director of the Aliens. Yeah. Uh, man, he is just and it's acting a for improvisers. Yeah. yeah, for uh, acting. Uh, so you went into it, uh, not knowing what to expect. That like I expected maybe to be doing like some improv and like redoing it or something. I, I wasn't really sure. But what it actually was was working with scripts like uh, the flick and tape and like all these like very serious like uh, real issue plays like that had very little to none, no humor. Like, it was just, like, dealing with some, like, heavy, heavy scenes, like, uh, and then, like, doing cold reads and, like, uh, just working the hell out of them, like, uh, doing stuff about character and really delving into them, like, head first. Uh, It was a great experience, and I think it'll help a lot with, like, doing, like, auditions and stuff and... Uh, yeah, I loved it. Uh, I'm going to sign up for the second one. So I guess, you know, we talked a little bit about, I think this is with Mark Sobolewski, it might have been, or somebody, but what is the difference between, I mean, not having taken an acting class, but acting for improvisers? Does he incorporate improv into the the lessons, or is it all just straight acting? Uh, it, it's mainly straight acting. We try to find as many, like, at the beginning of the class, like, uh, usually we try to find similarities between... Uh, acting and improv uh, but then it's all like script work and all working with like the plays we were given uh, and uh, yeah it's it's pretty intense but I, I loved it yeah does it make you want to do uh, more dramatic work uh, definitely and it's it's way different than I thought it would be I, like I've done the three 
shows dog band and everything and i i thought it would be a little bit similar to that no not at all <laughs> like it's very like when people have because with that stuff it's like i wrote it or somebody else wrote it like that i knew and with this it's like the writer's not in the room like and it's they're usually like award-winning play it's just like oh it was yeah <laughs> Uh, don't know how to describe like dealing. intense it, very intense yeah it's like nope can't change a line because it's like uh do you think it's made you a better improviser uh yeah uh definitely to see the all the stuff that's different uh uh one thing that one really big difference that's almost like a uh you have to unlearn from improv is like uh and that we always got yelled at about it. in fact tonight too like is cheating out to the stage and like uh with acting like you really just want to be true to the scene and true to your scene partner and uh live in the moment and it's almost like there's no audience but with the, like improv i've always got the note like oh can't see your butt your i don't want to see your butt yeah cheat out oh really so and there there's no with like, acting though yeah it's so you for the stage like they... that's almost like cheating your character and like cheating the scene and like oh. destroying the reality that you set up, right? If you like try to cheat out, because why would your character exactly? Yeah. yeah, it's not a sitcom or anything. Way. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really interesting point. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. So really, we shouldn't cheat out in improv if we're being yeah. Our, our Let's be like, I'm an actor. Yep. I'm not gonna cheat out. They can see my butt, and I do not care. That's right. We yes. should. We should start a movement, guys, where we don't cheat out. We just show our backs to the audience. Yeah. And we'll yeah. Call, we'll call it Back to the Future. Oh, it actually yeah. works. Hey. Because it's the future of oh. improv, and we're turning around. Yeah. Right. I, I want to call it Butts to the Future. Butts, All right. butts uh, we'll, to the Future. All right. We'll take it under advisement, <laughs> That's where the demon side How about out. Cracks to the Future? Oh. 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 Maybe that's a compromise, John. In the future, there will be a lot of crack. Yeah. But don't let that butt touch a wall. Yeah. Because there's a demon that, in there that'll suck your soul out through your butt. How about... Pardon my back to the future. <laughs> Pardon my back to the future. <laughs> See, we really we'll just keep something. adding to it until yeah. it's like a paragraph long. And Baby got Submit it to like yeah. festivals. So, you know, submit uh, the audience listening out there, uh, submit. But I think that's a perfect way to end it. Wait, I did have a question. For <laughs> oh, 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 man. Man. <laughs> yeah. I love it, Tony. I love oh, it. It was going to be heavily edited. All right. What's your question? Uh, how did it feel wearing that huge stomach prosthesis? Uh, like a glove it was the most comfortable thing to wear a pregnant belly that john had crafted did i (laughs) finished it off but my mom helped with most of that because i was busy working uh i would actually buy one of those for like airplane rides to just sleep (laughs) on my stomach all right yeah but did it it feel when you were walking around with it did you have to like adjust how you moved or anything uh no there it was uh, much lighter than i expected i i expected to have some heft to it but not it was pretty like, ooh, like a like a feather. <laughs> and if there's anything you could change about the design, what would it be? Uh, boobs, boobs, big old pregnant boobs. Oh, you want bigger boobs? Like I need bigger boobs. Okay, John, I need these feedback. seems to be questions about you though. No, these are questions about are product you, feedback. How is like, that? Are, on, how are, is you, that are you anticipating needing to make one again? <laughs> Because I'm not sure in what context. This could be a business for John making prosthesis yeah. for yeah. the movie industry. Yeah. They go I can't for like $180 I just, I can't believe internet. I just have defended John, but I did. And that's well, a great way to end, end this yeah, interview. Let's give it up for Jason Pettison, everybody. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah.
Thanks for being here. And now the set is complete. Yeah. Now, Jason, it remains with us, but fades to the back line as we commence the non... Yeah. You might get a little noise on Is that the recording? Mic. Oh, wait. You hear that? That's the sound of uh, the wall sucking the soul out of Jason through his butt. But I'm just checking. Jason, don't lean on that wall. So now we proceed to the. Are you eating fried rice, Jacob? Wow! Point to it. You totally ignored it. Tony does not let me eat during the podcast. No. Oh my god! Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Every chew. Because yeah, you have a microphone in front of you that's picking up noise. But I wasn't. Oh yeah. Oh, it's sensitive. Yeah. Shit. All right. Anyway, you're allowed. Okay. I apologize. Um, that's all right. It's Everybody all right. You didn't know. At least you have the graciousness to apologize, guys. Anyway, um, those are those are kind of like half monster noises. <laughs> anyway, we uh, a lot has happened in the past week. Movies have come out. Performances have been rendered. Yeah, that's one thing I want to talk about with oh. Jake. He and I, you know, he's a little. I will say he's a little reluctant to talk about this, but he has agreed to under protest which i'm fine with uh and so jake has been doing a a series of one-man performances during the matt and Oz variety show how many of the year you've done two so far right well this particular bit just two yeah i've done like probably like 10 I don't know. oh really i didn't know that yeah okay including it was two. Yeah. yeah like i i went to see the most recent performance and it was very well received by the audience. It was basically how it was described was Jake was having a rap battle with himself. And do you mind me saying this? What? Uh... Saying say, well, it depends on what you about to say. I don't okay. know what you about to well, say. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you about to say. That, that's true. That's a fair point. You messaged me afterward. You called me. We talked, and you said that you felt bad about you didn't like your performance, and that in fact you felt embarrassed that you had invited me to come watch it. And I was like. And I say this, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. You know what I mean? There was nothing in that performance that was embarrassing. But I want to talk about it because I think it's uh, something that doesn't get talked about a lot, which is process as it pertains to like, this isn't quite what you're doing isn't like a scripted thing, but it's not improv either. You know what I mean? It's like the variety show. And you're not done with it. You still have a part, a third part to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting to talk about. And also Mike Begettingen, because we, I saw it and Mike saw it and we both agreed that I mean, it wasn't embarrassing, but it wasn't where it needed to be. You know what I mean? And we kind of agreed with your assessment of it, not as harshly as you. Is that fair to say? Sure. <laughs> so just describe it. Just describe the, the piece, first of all. It's pretty much it's a guy having a conflict with himself like we always do, like everyone does. Like we always like going to beat ourselves up forever. It's not going to stop. Even though like we shouldn't and we know we shouldn't, we're gonna to continue to do it. So I just thought about like when well, I do like a, a rap battle, like a guy like battling himself, two different heightened versions of himself battling. And I thought it'd be cool because like one of my favorite things to do is watch rap battles. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love, love yeah. yeah, I love watching like mm -hmm. KOTD rap battles or URL rap battles or Have you ever whatever. seen uh, Blind Fury? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen that. Uh, I love him. 
Yeah, Blind Fury versus Pumpkinhead. Just look it up. It's awesome. For a second, I thought you were talking about the 1980s movie about the Vietnam vet that loses his sight and becomes a ninja and then has to go rescue his best friend's kid. If that was about a battle rapper, that dude would be correct, but it's not. <laughs> it, was, it was titled Blind Fury. Okay, well, again, irrelevant, but thank you for... He probably got that from that movie. Yeah. It was a good-ass movie. Because Blind, blind Fury, the MC, it is uh, blind. Nice. Yeah. But then he couldn't have seen the movie, Jake. Hmm? He could hear it. He could have heard it. Could have heard it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You enhance your senses when you lose one. Again. Until <laughs> <laughs> and he could feel the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> he could right. taste it, too. Yeah, I know. Uh, taste something. Oh my God. Tastes like bullshit. Anyway, why don't you go on? One of my favorite part of watching rap battles is like, when like well, like one one thing these guys do they always like dig up dirt on each other yeah and like sometimes the dirt they dig it hits home to that other their opponent they'll get very angry and like the material they had prepared for their opponent they just kind of like exit and then like just get very vulnerable and like very real yeah and sometimes sometimes those moments are the best moments in battle rap to me kind of like on Eight Mile when like um like the last battle when like Eminem pulls out on the dirt. On a guy who like he's from like a nice home. He went to Cranbrook. Yeah, he's not a gangster. But then he also like shouts out to everybody like, yeah, I'm a white. I'm, I'm white, doing hip hop. I'm from a trailer park. I'm not a gangster, but I'm still rapping. I got skills. Stuff like that. That's like the best. No, I think those are the best moments in battle rap history to me. Yeah. So uh, I figure it'd be dope. Like what do like an uh, internal conflict rap battle. Mm-hmm. And so you introduced to the audience. As two sides. One side was, I forgot what they were called, like what Jacob and... East side, Jacob, West side, Jacob. Mm-hmm. And which one, like describe like both sides, how you presented them. I just like, East side, Jacob was evil. It's, it's, it's evil. West side, Jacob is good. Like growing up, like I remember like if a kid said it was from the East side, people would, like be like, oh, you from the East side? Oh my God. Like blah, blah, blah. That's why I named those. That's why I named the personality. This is East side, Jacob. This is West side, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know, it was just a Detroit thing. Yeah. So I just, that's all that is. Ain't got nothing to do with how I really feel about them. Because I was an East Side kid and West Side kid. Yeah, and, and the funny part about it was that there wasn't a rap battle. It was just a dialogue between these two guys. And you kept, I mean, which is funny because you kept calling that out. Like, mm-hmm. and you, so he was East Side Jacob, West Side Jacob. And then you also were the, like, the, the MC, like, you were hosting, yeah, yeah, in the middle. So you yeah. would, like, kind of switch into all these different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that the two things I really liked about it, and I told you was like the fact that you kept calling it a rap battle when it wasn't a rap battle and also how vulnerable you got there was a point in first it started off as or East Side Jacob being the bad Jacob or, or the evil Jacob and West Side Jacob being the, the kind of like the nice guy that didn't want to fight mm-hmm. and then then you had a part about Eastside Jacob getting mad, you know, he's. I mean, it starts off with Eastside Jacob getting totally mad at Westside Jacob, saying, "You know, you're soft, you're weak," and then also being like all the times talking about when I was bullied or beaten up when I was a kid. Where were you? And I thought, and I asked you, like, were you gonna cry during that? Because I kind of thought for a minute you were. What you want to say, like, what you, what you talked about, like your your intention there? I didn't really execute it the way I wanted to. Yeah. What did you, like, how did you want it to go? Well, first of all, I didn't want it to be that many pauses <laughs> that I yeah. made. I guess I didn't mentally prepare myself to get that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So how did you feel on stage? To me, you look like you got lost up there. Because I did get lost. Like, I got lost and, like, I got, like, I, because I was getting really, like, worked up. And then when I worked up, I just got like, blanked out and I was like, 
it was like whoa yeah and then i kind of like i lost like where i was going i was like fuck <laughs> you know that's why i asked you afterwards had you rehearsed it at i all? rehearsed it but i just lost it yeah it just, it just blanked I rehearsed it, but you didn't go there mentally. Like I, you didn't. Like, like I didn't prepare. Like I, re- I didn't prepare myself for the vulnerable part. Yeah, and I, that's just kind of like, I don't know. I fuck. I just fucked that up. <laughs> but yeah. But, but but yeah. It did get received well, and a lot. I mean, a lot of people like dug it. I didn't execute it the way I wanted to. So whatever. So so you don't do you take any? Because I'm asking this because I share a lot of the things. There's a lot of times where people say you did a good job, and I'm like, that was like a fucking garbage fire, you know? Like, and <laughs> I mean, wow, <laughs> yeah, I mean, garbage so, fire, yeah. And those can be beautiful, yeah, I guess, but they stink, you know, and they're bad for the environment. Garbage fire. Yeah. I think a garbage fire. I just think about like a bunch of bums humming around it. <laughs> And, and, and like I said, I, I think in a way it's good. It shows, yeah, yeah, maybe it could be like that. Maybe also like that. I think of actual garbage, but actually, you now that I think about it, you're probably right. You're probably like people around a garbage can, like so, because it's like it's warming people, but really it's still garbage burning. Yeah. Oh, that was very insightful, Jacob. That's really the message of the podcast. But I think it's I'm, I, 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 I'm glad you're you're sharing this because. I think it's very difficult. I couldn't be that vulnerable on stage. I don't think I could. And even if you think you failed, I think that you actually tried to go there says a lot. And you have one more part to go. I totally relate to that when you say like, yeah, even though people were like, it's good. And you said some people said that's the best thing I've ever seen you do. But you were just like, it didn't. Did that matter to you on any level? Honestly, um, no. Yeah. No, I totally, I totally relate to that. Cause I wanted, cause I know what I want to do, and I didn't, I didn't get to it. So I just disappointed, disappointed myself. So yeah, it didn't like, even though it was received very well. Yeah, it, it still to me it was like, fuck, man, you had this prepared, and, and you it, it was yeah. good, but it couldn't been better. Yeah, but you don't, you felt the the first part went well, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is the second of the third. Uh, yeah, that went. Parts. That first part went well. Second part could have been better. Like, I know. I guess people disrespected the idea of it. Yeah, like I said, I have a lot of respect that you went up there and did that. That's a real tough thing to do, and that's why I said I wasn't sure if you're acting or whatever. But how is that changing your approach? Because you have the third part coming up at the end of this month, and so what lessons have you? And that's kind of why I wanted to talk to you about this so much, so badly, is that. Because to me, it's like you still have a third chance. It's not like it's over and you'll never get that chance again. It's going to be different. Well, no. Nah. You, you know what I mean? Even like when I did the first part, the first part wasn't perfect. But you could live with it. Yeah. And it's like, um, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to do it like other places. Like even when I get done with it, like it's going to be some changes to it. And like to like the whole thing. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, so you're going to do that second part again. I'm gonna do the whole thing again. Okay. After I do the third part. Yeah. I don't want to like give away the third part. Yeah. Yet. No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I, I want to get. I want to give away like the question you just asked me as far as like. What like, would you, what, what what would you what, do differently? What I do. What I'm gonna do for the third part to like that I learned from the second part. I kind of want. I want to get out of the way. Okay, that's fine. But yeah. I guess, and maybe I'll ask this question to the group. Maybe Jason too, since you've been in an acting class. Is there a way in rehearsing? To make yourself vulnerable. Have you learned anything of that? 
Well, you mean for like the character? You kind of just have to see where the character is coming from. Yeah. Uh, and delve in. And then I, I try to tie things as closely. I mean, as a human, like I think we've all been to good places, happy places, like every emotion you can feel. Yeah. Uh, you just try to tie it to something, something strong, something real, and uh, apply that to the character and how you think they would do it. So yeah, I've always acted as somebody else. I've never been myself on stage. Like that, yeah, I can imagine that being terrifying. Like because it's like, oh, so God. you don't, so you don't call on like I hear like a lot of mem- uh, actors do this like sense memory, like they call on kind of traumatic things or sad things from their own life. To... I use that to like funnel through another character, but I never like, I'm never myself. Like, and I, yeah. And I think it is different for you because you, you are doing yourself, you know? Yeah. It's not, I'm, I wasn't scared to like put it out there. I was just like, I just go, I was like, you oh. weren't ready for it. Like mm-hmm. you didn't... I didn't prepare. I didn't prepare myself for the vulnerable part, like mentally for that vulnerable part. Yeah. So, I guess I should probably take York's class next time. Too. Oh, probably. <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. probably. <laughs> but what but. I said, like, I saw Jim and Heather saw it, and I think they were great. I mean, there's, I understand how you feel, like, because it's not what you want. But I also think that there's nothing to be embarrassed about. You know what I mean? It wasn't like this is a horrible performance, obviously. But, but again, I, I, to me, I see both sides of it because that's happened to me where people are like, oh, this is great. I'm like, ah, oh, it's terrible. And it almost makes you, like, have contempt. Well, what the fuck? You know, like, how can you say that's good? But, it's also a function of being too hard on yourself. Doing improv has taught me that a little more. It's just like, just because it's terrible to you doesn't mean that it's terrible to everybody else. Twilight that, books. Yeah, okay. And then, I'm not saying you should feel better about that, but it's okay to acknowledge that even if it wasn't what you wanted, that people still got enjoyment out of it and like they're being sincere when they like oh, it. Oh, yeah, you see what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you feel going into because I would buy like I'm going to be there at the end of the month for the Matt and Oz Variety Show when you perform your third part. But how do you feel like right now? It's uh, what's the date today? May tenth. Tenth. Yeah. Well, Technically May eleventh. Yeah, yeah. We're running late. But uh, how do you feel going into it without saying like you know how you're preparing? How do you feel about it? Do you feel like clean slate or is it still lingering with you this performance? No, oh, I feel good. I feel confident. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you talking about it because I know it's not easy. And I think, again, that shows your, I don't want to say bravery because you're not like a soldier. But I mean, you know, like. Your cojones. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it is it is courageous to put yourself. Because like even like that was putting out yourself out there. Like this is putting yourself out there, being willing to talk about mm-hmm. something. So I appreciate that. I'm, I think that there's, deserves some applause. We Polite all applause. appreciate it, Tony. Jake, don't applaud for yourself. That's weird. No, I'm, I, I know. I'm just kidding. I wasn't. So, <laughs> so, I just pat myself on the back. Well, we understand. I mean, there's a lot of feelings involved. And uh, <laughs> and speaking of feelings, we should turn to the expert in feelings oh. uh, for a segment it's called Heather's feelings. All of them. Heather, what do you what do you have feelings about this week? No, I have a lot of feelings right now, and we're not going to talk about them. Okay. But I did see. A movie. Whoa. What? Wait, wow. in the theater? In the theater. No. For the first time in like probably two years. Oh, wow. That's, that's a little crazy. Damn. Yeah. Well, really? Yeah. I didn't well, know that. I'm pretty sure the last movie I went to would have been with 
my ex-boyfriend oh. because we did we watched movies you know guys we've never actually john jim and i have gone to see a movie together we went to see akira which is a great movie great i had never seen it they had seen it multiple times several um but the art. four of us have never gone to see a movie yeah i'm just waiting for you guys to ask me to go to a movie that i want to see why don't you ask us? Uh, let me say though, yeah, Heather. I, don't, I watch movies. Heather is very. I went with Heather to see this movie. Uh-huh. Oh, hey. uh, she what? was very hey prepared. Her yeah. purse was lined with snacks, Full of snacks that she had pre-purchased to save incredible amounts of dollars. Did she <laughs> share any of those snacks and with you? She, she shared. Yeah. yeah. So, what was the movie you went to see? Um, I went to see Keanu. Oh. oh. And Who is that by? <laughs> um, it was a movie um, from Key and Peele. They're okay. very good. Yes. And I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was very funny and it was very cute and it had a cute kitten in it. Was Man. that the cutest cat you've ever seen in your life? It was really cute. I mean, I personally like orange cats really and yet you hate Whoa. orange cheese yeah see it's not oh. like, nothing against the color orange interesting it's just oh. the heather's the face of cat racism mm. how do you feel oh. about uh pippi longstocking or raggedy ann uh i feel indifferent mostly about right, okay them. that's about right so right. anyway so and the kiana was the name of the kitten the titular kitten yes. It, as it were yes yes um so in, on a scale of um Let's see, one to ten. Um, I'm trying to think of a unit of, of emotion for you. Um, emotion? Let's that see. That I felt about the movie? Let's say one to ten purses full of treats. Yes. Well, okay, what was one? This is, uh, That's even, super I don't like my, awkward. I don't like what? mine either. Um, no. <laughs> what's a one good, to ten Akira's. One to ten shots of Fireball. Oh, good. Shots. That's a good one. Yeah, one to ten shots. We'll how, go with that. How many shots would I give the movie? Yes. How many shots would you give Keanu on a scale of 10? 10 You're being celebrated. Ten like being, like it's the, a scale. More, it's a figurative like, scale. Yeah. Yes. The, a better scale would be like how much I like the movie like on a scale from one movie that I didn't like to a movie that is my favorite. Oh. That's well, what that's what all things are. Heather. And it's a scale. <laughs> We're just using can't. different units <sighs> for this. Heather, for don't think scale. about it. No, what? that's like saying no, that's not the same as how many shots of fireball. I don't oh my like God. I don't like if okay, I, if I thought the movie was seven shots, it was seven out of ten. It's not. I don't like. I don't like seven shots. Okay, Heather, Tony. how about? I don't feel good. I don't feel good after seven shots. Heather, it's no, one, John. Yeah, John, you do. John, hold on. I don't. One, hold, seven no, is like your no, best. No, no, stop, stop. Of shots, Heather. Never. Heather. Yes. It was my fault for trying. <laughs> no, it really was. It really was because. I just tried to do a simple thing, and then you took it too literally. So I'm going to just rephrase my question. On a scale of 1 to 10. How much no. did I like that movie? Yes. A 7. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys I, were the ones that made it complicated. Don't put this shit on me. No. Sure. <laughs> I would say even an well, 8, maybe. Treat line purses. No. Parts. Stevens. No. We're going to tell Well, like, Stevens was stupid, so. And treat line purses was stupid, too. Be but careful. Fireballs was good. If she misunderstands Thank you, that Tony. statement, she may I can't change. believe that this discussion became about the scale. <laughs> oh, I well, can believe it. I can. Uh, yeah, I can too. I, it was my fault. Anyway. I know. I really liked that movie. I thought it was funny. I really liked their characters. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't seen... I really... They don't watch their show. Okay. So I, I don't have... I didn't have like a lot of knowledge about them. 
um, besides seeing Keegan perform improv. Where would you rank it among your favorite? This is a dangerous question, but where would you rank it among your favorite comedies of all time? Well, see, would it make your top ten? Um, I I'd have to come up with ten movies that I'd seen. To <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Would you? You know, I really. You like know what? It. I would throw out I a would, question. Li- you know what? A better question for okay, me. Okay, what's is, a better question? Like, if I would watch that movie again. Would you watch that movie yes. again? Okay. Jason, how would you? How do you feel about the movie? Well, uh, I yeah, I would definitely okay. watch it again too. Uh, I felt like they could have taken a lot of easy shortcuts with it, but they didn't. They really surprised you when you, whatever you've seen from commercials and stuff, that's not what the movie is. Don't yeah. Oh, it's that's like good. the most shallow version of the movie, and there's a whole. Really, that's good to hear. Actually, it's very yeah. surprising the way they take it because they could have easily just done a poop and farts kitten movie or something right like but, Lions brothers movie or something. yeah i mean they totally surprised me and though. the ending like they wrapped everything up and there are a lot of surprises there no spoilers yeah surprises isn't a spoiler i, know, I was just i was just being careful surprises yeah because i haven't seen it yet so john do you share those sentiments about the movie yeah i give it a nice eight out of ten it was eight out of ten, eight out of ten yeah. what eight out of ten Vaginas. Oh, oh but John, wow. if you had eight vaginas, yeah. it might be too much for you. You yeah. wouldn't want eight. No, it wouldn't. That's actually saying it a would, lot. It would be too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you need units. It's that's not like, as much fun. Yeah. It's like saying. It's yeah. like saying, "How wide is this room on a scale of one to ten? It's got to have units." It's. Three hundred twenty. No one ever rates the size of a room. No, scale he's not even. He's not even rating the size. He's rating the width. <laughs> so rating the width. He was so actually the, talking about a unit measurement. Of, so uh, I'm going to give it to him. Width of a room. I, I guess I give this a seven out of ten. Even though. But you guys, it was fun to see a movie. I will go to another movie. And you had a snack okay. on deck. Yeah. Maybe you could go Let see the Woodward. Let it be known Woodward. that I have a lot of snacks in my purse could, if you take me to a movie. Could yeah, you uh, so definitely list the snacks from one to ten? <laughs> no. I only uh, had, I had three snacks. Okay, what are they? I had... Um, Any alcohol? No, I didn't take alcohol. Interesting. I drove there. What does that mean? Heather, you're saying this. I've I have taken alcohol to a movie exactly. before. Exactly. Not that one. <laughs> yeah. So why do That's you? That's exactly what I was talking but about. I didn't drive to that. All one. right. Fine. Just uh, why is everything such a battle? Yeah. Just okay. Okay. So what are the treats in your purse? Oh, I had sour patchkins. Ooh. Because well, because um, I used to go to the movies all the time, like every weekend when I was like thirteen. Really? I would go to the movies with um my BFF at the time, and we not were, Ashley. No, this was this oh. was pre Ashley. This was before me and Ashley were BFFs. PA. We knew each other. This is like when around the time me and Ashley met. Okay. Um, I no, it was my friend David, and we would go to the movies every Friday, and we would always eat Sour Patch Kids, and he would always give me the green ones because they were my favorite. So you have seen quite a few movies. From the year, from like yeah, the year <laughs> I was thirteen. Before. So, not just that one year. So yeah. 52 movies. You've seen 52. No, I think that's a Catherine Heigl movie, right? 52 movies? 52 mm. dresses. Oh, that's it. I've never seen that movie. Okay. And um, <laughs> yeah, I so I had Sour Patch 22. Kids and I had chocolate covered pretzels. Oh, okay. White chocolate or dark twists. chocolate? It was... Pink chocolate? It was... Like a swirl. It was cancer? milk chocolate with white chocolate drizzle, I yeah. think. Oh. Okay. Oh, drizzle. And I, what did I have? Muddy Buddies, I think. Oh, that's oh, your yeah. that's your favorite. Yeah. I do Puppy love Money Buddies. Mud, I love yeah. Money Buddies. But I could get any snack that you would like. 
Alright, so oh, we should pop? we should all go see. Yeah, I want to so ask Heather to plenty of movies. All those those hot <laughs> summer hits that are coming. I want a hot potato with sour cream on it. And I chives. carry a very large purse. That's more of an app than a. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's a side. Yeah, She's not like a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, come on, get, I know, get yeah. actual snacks. Once again, Jim, being too demanding. I've been to places where that is your main course, though. But the okay. potato is like three pounds. You might get like those TGIF. Artificial barbecue, but was it served chips. in a purse inside no, a movie no, theater? Or? No. Okay. Um, they would give you a BBQ I'm just gonna line my purse in foil and fill it with something. Well, All you right. can get a large Ziploc bag and line it with that. Speaking of Ziploc bags, I think it's time to zip up the bag containing. No, Tony's oh, fe- no? oh, 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 yeah. yeah, I don't really want. God, John, you were. I thought you were gonna zip up the podcast. No, I don't want to share my other feelings. Okay. We don't want to hear them. Let's anyway, them. let's try Heather's again. Wait, now I have more. Now you can. Don't Heather's feelings. Uh, I have a job update. Oh. Oh, shit. Job oh. updates. Well, my update is that I decided not to get a new job right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're going to stay in your job? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. for like maybe a you, couple months or the summer. Oh, uh, you do love your boss. I yeah. don't love my boss. I guess I'm surprised because you hate your job so I much. I do, but like I want to do some stuff this summer. Like I want to go a few places. Yeah. And I, Utah. No, not Utah. But Wyoming. It was Montana. It was but Montana. I don't think I'm going to go to Montana. That was close. But, that was close. But, um, that was really close. On a scale of one to then, it was like a six. And a half. You were like three states. <laughs> like, right, right. That was a scale so, of seven out of ten states, Jim. <laughs> seven out of ten. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I, but I just, like, you can't start a new job and then ask for time off. So I'm going to. I've done that. <laughs> well, I had people do I that all the time. I'm not going to do okay. Like, that's not. You're not, that's not how Heather gets down? No. Okay. Because I don't, I really want to work for the state of Michigan. Yeah, who doesn't? So I, my plan is to I take don't. a little time off and then apply to the state of Michigan and then just wait for them to hire me. If they don't hire me right away, I'm just going to stay at my job and wait for them to hire me. Okay. 62, she'll finally get hired in. No, I feel like they'll hire me though. <laughs> so right. shouldn't you apply now? No, but I don't want to get it too soon, Jim, because I got some stuff to do. Ah. And I'm going to dye my hair purple. Ooh. Yeah, you've been talking about that for a long time. It's, it's happening. Shout okay. out to Adrian. She's gonna dye my hair. Probably. Shout out Adrian. Adrian. Anybody else? Anybody else? Oh, Jason, you have a job update, don't you? Yeah, I'll be going back to labs in September. What? Yeah. Fuck yeah, labs! Is that an exclusive piece of news? Um, have you said on I, any I've other podcast? Yeah, no. said no, have you said it on another? Have you said on another podcast or anything? No. Uh, <laughs> oh, so exclusive guys. Exclusive. Exclusive. Jake, John, Jim, any job I've updates? I've got a job update. Oh, yeah? yeah? I got a listing, and uh, we had some offers on the listing that I put up, and I'm also showing uh, a couple, some houses this weekend, and then someone else. Jim, showing some houses. So. is this job updates or job bragging? Well, it's an update. Well, wait, didn't you, <laughs> didn't you have your first bid accepted or whatever? Yeah, except, yeah, we accepted an offer. Yeah, okay. I think that's because I think yeah, yeah. And he's got very profound. <laughs> it's a milestone. Very professional business that. cards. Yeah, I didn't get one. I got two. Yeah, uh, Jim. That's right. Job progress. I yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's what we'll call this. Jim, segment. let me know with his business card that if someone hands you a business card, you have to take it. You can't resist. It's psychologically impossible to resist. He told me, don't take this business card and then held it out. And I still took it. Uh, wow. wow. That's well, I just I wanted mean, to do the opposite of whatever Jim told me. To do. <laughs> but you can't. Hmm? 
Yeah, you have to take exactly. it. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's like resist. a it's like a social thing. It's like it's hard. You know, if somebody holds out your hand, it's very hard not to shake that person's hand. I mean, you oh, could wow. do it, but it's you'd be a real dick not to. Yeah, the shame builds inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so those are job updates, John. I wanted to talk about void where prohibited for a second, yeah, I which know. I know will make Pat very happy. Yeah, shout out to Pat. So you guys had a very unusual, I would say, gig uh, on Sunday. You performed at a bachelor party. Yes, at a very swanky hotel. <laughs> so we'll say like the group, like because there's like like 20 members in the group or whatever. We talked about that. Six people went. Yeah, six people went. But I think everyone, including the people going to the show, were like. Why Why is a bachelor party having like improv? It seems like so... Because usually you think bachelor party, you think like strippers or... Cocaine. At least, at least like drinking like party. Yeah, drinking. So there's no there was going to be no alcohol. There's no alcohol. Uh, but uh, it was at a very fancy place in Dearborn, uh, the former Ritz-Carlton. I don't know what it's called now. It's uh, the Henry now. The Henry, yeah. And so, oh. I mean, top-notch place. And there were also two comedians opening. Uh, yeah, they had two comedians that roasted. They did like... An hour each. Yeah. And what was uh, interesting about the groom? Uh, well, he was apparently a virgin. All right. How old was he? He graduated college and he was a associate lawyer. Were his Was his dad there or relatives? No, but the bride's brothers were there. He's not a virgin. He, he could be. Definitely. He was could a be, virgin. but they might have been saying that for show. I'm just saying this because. No, like they. How'd you know? Uh, well there were several reasons one everybody all the comedians were like they start trying to give him advice and like oh shit i'm telling this guy how to like eat out your sister which was hilarious Uh, because they (laughs) just got uh, more and more the brothers got more and more embarrassed yeah and everybody else just laughed at their pain oh really and this dude was just like Sitting there quietly when people were making fun of him being a virgin, like, yeah, I'm super embarrassed about this, but I had to do it because of whatever. For Jesus. So how receptive, uh, how long was your set, first of all? Uh, we did it about probably a little over an hour, maybe 90 minutes at the most. And how many people were in the audience? 20. 20, okay. But and there was a room, like, was it a big room, a small room? Like It was pretty small, but... Yeah. It was wide, so people kind of... How many units wide? I'm just kidding. Okay, keep going. It was 475 vaginas wide. <laughs> on, on a scale of 1,000 vaginas? But, like, whose vagina? Good point. Maria Tormes. I don't know. Who is that? I don't know her vagina. I mean, wow. that's, uh, Marissa Tormes? I don't know. Yeah. Marissa. Oh, oh my God, John. <laughs> This that's is what like I was a, thinking when you said that. Like, really? I was like, I mean, I haven't you, seen any of her movies. In you were having years, a career, have you seen so. her vagina? Because why would you choose hers? Good, good also yeah. a good question. You don't know the what vaginas I've seen. Wait, you ain't seen none of her movies. You ain't seen uh, my cousin yeah. Vinny. Yeah, exactly. No, I she have, definitely that's the only movie he's yeah, she, ever seen. She she oh, you know what? She definitely doesn't show her vagina in that movie. I will no, say. no. I will was she in? Was she the new Uncle Ben's wife? I don't know. Well, she was. Uh, oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I think uh, oh, the, in the somebody attractive is the new Aunt May. Yeah, she's Aunt like May. She's thirty. No, I think it was Diane. Wasn't I? Don't know. It wasn't. It was, I don't know. I wasn't her. I don't remember. Anyway. So the room was pretty. Yeah. Uh, it was tight and small. It was yeah. sort of small, but we had room to move around. So how how respe- receptive were they to you? Extremely. Really? So they weren't heckling you or anything? 
Uh, well, they were, but it was like fun heckling. Okay, because one thing I've never seen anyone do uh, that Pat does is he encourages the audience to heckle uh, <laughs> the wow. performers. The worst was at a church when this kid just t- kept telling him China and no. Those were like the only two things he would tell Pat. Yeah, and then he came up to us after the show and did the same thing. Which yeah. Was, then we're like, oh, okay, what's going on here? But It was really creepy. Yeah. But uh, no, like... They'd say stuff and they just yell out like anal sex or yeah stripper dildo yeah. So how do you think the set itself went? Oh, it went great because they were putting in all these in jokes in the phrases. Yeah. So one time somebody's name was Fareed, so instead of saying freeze, we started saying Fareed. Wow. Uh, and they started howling. We had them laughing so loud we got noise complaints. Wow! Nice. Ah. Congratulations. Well, I'm glad it went well because we were like all of us were wondering it. Like I remember we told some teachers and they were like, mm, I don't know how that's going to go. You yeah. know, they're like, they're like, oh, you guys are going to get slaughtered. So, but yeah, I'm glad it went well. And you got paid. So yeah. Quentin was saying the other day how you need to be in front of different audiences and bad audiences in order to grow. And I think it's true. Yeah. All right. Well, well speaking of Quentin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's also got his show. Fish dinner. Yeah. I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, did anyone yet, see it? To- I saw it. <gasps> You did. I saw. You didn't tell us you were going. I'm going to see it this closing weekend. Go see it. I have not heard a single person say that it's anything less than great, I, which uh, is actually, unusual. Isn't there two. I think it goes till uh, next weekend. Yeah. yeah well, but, the, but, oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I'm doing uh, a, I'm doing a time jump. Don't uh, worry. That's fine. You're forgetting. Oops, the daisy. That's fine. Cut it out. <laughs> time travel. Yeah. It was. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm On a scale of one to ten, Quintons. Oh, yeah. On a scale of one to ten Quintons, it was ten Quintons because he was all Quinton. Oh, oh shit! That's but was he at his Quintonist? So accurate. Yeah. Okay, so ten out of ten Quintons—that's pretty high praise for Jim. Uh-huh. He wouldn't lie about yeah. that. I heard the very good uh, reviews. Uh, Encore wrote a very flattering piece. Very I flattering. Like, now I want to see it multiple times because they wrote such yeah. good reviews. Jim is going to see it again. It, uh, yeah, I'm going to see it again Saturday, and I might too if I like it enough, which I, I probably I will. Too. Yeah, well, let's all go Saturday. I'll be working. All right. <sighs> Quit your job. Quit your job. Job update. We'll job order update, we'll like order pizza to today. the theater and we'll pay we'll say we'll pay you twenty dollars extra to come deliver it to Hamtramck. That's not enough, but a lot of people think it's it's enough to drive twenty minutes. <laughs> really? Well, how much is it? How much would you take? Would well, I mean, for a drive that long, which would take me there and back, yeah, forty minutes alone plus the ten minutes I have to talk to the person. That's a fifty minute delivery. Yeah, and if somebody thinks like, oh, they want to drive out here and like name your probably price. 25 miles how much how much would it cost the government says it's about 50 cents per mile just give me a number at least 30 there you go oh, there right. that's a low end number but 30 would be acceptable not good but acceptable so i was only ten dollars off that's not bad. ten dollars is a lot <sighs> all right anyway. i did a i did a four hundred dollar delivery today and got ten dollar tip See, that's what it's about. It's all this How many pizzas is that? Uh, Were they lobster pizzas? No, it's like three. That's probably nine pizzas, two breads. Four hundred. Really? No, that cannot no, be right. No, that's not right. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I suck at math, and I'm like, there's no fun. That doesn't make any sense. Those are pizzas with everything on them. <laughs> anyway, John, do you have a fact of the week? I do have a fact of the week. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to make up numbers. It's a uh, fun game. Uh, I chose this fact because we have Jake here. All right. Oh. And sure. 
People at home may not realize this. Jake loves shoes. Is that what? true, Jake? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. All right. No, that is true. Sneakerhead. Way to ignore our main guest, John, by the way. <laughs> hey, Jason. That's good. No, anyway, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jason totally forgot I was in. That's true. Oh, <laughs> turn about a certain way. Slip. I meant to say yeah. Yeah. as well. I jinxed you. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not like it was on tape or anything. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So as I'm sure you know, Jake, and not Jason, uh, if you buy some Converse Chuck Taylors, they have some fuzz on the soles. They have the yeah. fuzz on the soles so that those can be classified as slippers and they get lower trade tariffs. Oh. I didn't know that. I have, I, well, I have Chucks, so... That fuzz was there so they could save some money. What do you mean fuzz? Like it's like the like rubber pieces or like the bottom on of the, the bottom of the shoe there's fuzz. Yeah. Like a felt. Oh, you mean on the insole? No, on, on the on outside. The, on the yeah. On the oh, really? I'm going to have yeah. to It's a I very it's short. It's a very short. Mine doesn't have fuzz anymore. Yeah. It falls but. off like immediately cuz it's just there to get the cheaper taxes when oh. it comes through Why the Why are slippers ports. cheaper? Because they're not shoes? They're just classified as... Ch- when they were politicians were talking about the trade deal, huh. somebody was like, well, what about slippers? They should be cheaper. Yeah. Thanks, George Washington. Or yeah. somebody was like, sneakers <laughs> should cost more. So what about slippers that don't have fuzz on the bottom? As long as it's classified a slipper by whatever trade agreement they did. So why does it have to have fuzz like to be categories classified or as a slipper? Yeah. Because it's written. This is very complicated. Yeah. It's written. We can That's look true. up the trade agreement and go by it line by line yes. if you, you want. It'll probably do... take a few hours. Why don't we, no, actually, why don't we do that while Jim shoes. grabs his guitar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, like once again, I'd like to thank our guest, Jason Pedersen. Thanks to Jake Russell for sitting in with the band. Back anytime for the wizard, mm. the handsome wizard. <laughs> no, you know what? Because you go to me, I was gonna say it. Now I'm just gonna say Jim Harper. Ah. That's right. Yep, spite. This is what our group is based on: spite for one another. Yeah. The warrior John Yar, and the maiden true Heather Anonymous, who has seen a movie, so she's a different <laughs> person now. We a look at you movie. with new eyes. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna tell you that I also. I'm revisiting my rap song. But <laughs> Do you have like an idea of what you want it to be? Yeah, I have lyrics. I'm your host, Tony yeah, Gusty, saying, play us out, Jim. <laughs> After Improv! <laughs> Podcast. Now I feel bad. That's twice in a row I did it to you, Heather. <laughs> okay, what do you, talk about what your rap song is going to be real quick. Okay, bye. It's about improv. Oh, what? That's what it was always about. I know. I have lyrics written down. You guys think I did nothing, but I have lyrics written down. But they're just in parts. It's not a whole yet. On a scale of one to ten rap tracks. On a scale of (laughs) one to ten complete, it's only like two complete, but I don't even know. Like 1.5 complete.